0: Good day, it's Patrick here with another Mindfulness Minute. As you may or may not know, these are going to be short, short bonus episodes of this podcast with one goal in mind, to remind yourself and myself to stay mindful throughout our day. Now, you may be thinking, if you've been listening to this podcast for a bit, okay, now he's going on, he's on some mindfulness kick, right? First, it was addiction, Now, then it was focus, now he's on about mindfulness. This guy, he thinks he's an expert in all fields. Well, thank you. I would say... The the reason this show appeals to people and the way it feels right to me is that things like mindfulness, focus, addiction, you don't have to be an expert to think about or to speak on these topics, which is perfect. But I believe that we can all become an expert in ourself. I think we all maybe would really benefit from pursuing expertise in the self, right? We don't get an owner's manual, an operator's manual for this life. And so we're left to write it ourselves. Mindfulness then to me is that tool that we all have, truly. If you can find this podcast, press play and listen and understand some percentage of what I'm saying, you can understand and use mindfulness to make a better life for yourself, to continue developing yourself. So you may be at this point asking yourself, why does mindfulness matter to me? Right? I, I got a busy life, I got things I got to get done, people who depend on me. I don't know what this woo-woo is. I don't know what this is this meditation? Is this some kind of therapy? Let me simply steal a line from Don Henley. So oftentimes it happens that we live our life in chains when we never even knew we held the key. Mindfulness is the key to unlocking the lock, removing the chains from our life that we have put there ourselves. Simply put, mindfulness is the process, the project, the choice to observe what you are thinking in the moment, observe how you are feeling in your physical body in the moment and realizing when your thoughts and your physical body has led you into a negative state of being, into negative thinking, into fear, into a fight or flight perhaps and beginning then to work your way back to where you ought to be. Mindfulness is the primary way that I have begun to deepen my self-understanding. And I've realized through mindfulness two things, why my life has ended up the way it has and how my actions have led me here. Number two, I've realized exactly now what I need to do more of and less of to get where I want to go. So let me talk to you now, any problem in your life, any issue that's holding you back, be it emotional, financial, social. There's goals you're pursuing. There's things that you want to do. You believe you can get more out of life. You believe you can give more to life. Mindfulness can be a step that you take towards all of that. It's tough because I begin to sound to myself like a snake oil salesman, but you haven't paid me a cent yet. You don't have to buy this. You don't have to take this, but consider this. Over the long and medium term, that choice to think about what you are thinking, to think about what you are doing, and to do what you are thinking about, and to take control of your breathing and your posture, to practice that self-control. Those choices that you can take at any point in your day, from the minute you wake up to the minute you try to fall asleep at night, begin to lead you towards a further understanding of yourself. Let me give you a quick example before this becomes a full-fledged episode. My number one drug of choice since I was very, very little has been food. I use food to pleasure myself. What I've noticed over the years is that while I am eating, I am also distracting myself from the task of eating, listening to podcasts, scrolling Twitter, giving myself indigestion with or by consuming the ideas of other people as a side dish to what I've cooked for myself. Just this week, I shut the laptop, I threw the phone away, I turned the podcast off, and I just ate. I remained calm through my meal. I remained calm afterwards, breathing in between bites. What a revelation at 35. By not distracting myself and focusing solely on the task of eating, something we will be blessed to do till our final days. There is now an hour or half an hour a day spent undistracted, becoming aware of how I feel, becoming aware of my breath, becoming aware of how I didn't even chew half the bites I was taking. We can understand mindfulness this way. Removing those thoughts, removing those distractions and focusing on the task at hand and benefiting because we then come home to the body, come home to our thoughts, come home to our sensations. So I want you to take this home. Any issue that you have in your life, when you let negative thoughts come in alongside your constructive thoughts about this issue, you have now ruined your efficiency. Just as I was not chewing, not breathing, not digesting properly because I was distracted by outside influences, your thoughts about, you want the promotion, you want to be a better parent, you want to be a better leader, they are colored, they are diluted by the negative and distracting thoughts that are not relative to it. So, yes, life is big. Yes, life can be distracting. It can pull us in a million directions. When it comes time to act, right, in those moments when the time now is to be that person you want to be, that is the moment then where you come home to mindfulness. What am I thinking? Am I thinking about what I'm saying and doing here in the present? Or am I hunched over, breathing poorly, thinking about something that I did wrong five years ago, thinking about how this thing I'm doing now is not going the way I thought it should. Or are my eyes up, chin up, chest out, living and taking that one extra beat to think about my words, to think about my actions? Look, mindfulness is not an easy thing to describe. So again, we go back to those three checkpoints. Whatever issue in your life, when you've thought about how you're going to challenge it, how you're going to confront it, bring mindfulness to bear on it. Am I focused on the present? Am I thinking and acting in unison? And am I practicing self control? Now, the counterpoint to mindfulness to me is reflection. And we're going to talk about that in the next episode. But in the meantime, I encourage you go back to those three checkpoints and ask yourself whatever it is you're building, whatever it is you're working on, whatever it is that is confronting you, are you facing it upright, bravely, and engaged? Or are you putting yourself into a state of fear, a state of doubt through your posture? For your inability to think clearly about simply and solely what challenges you? And are you putting your mental and physical effort toward that? Or are you being pulled in different directions? I know I was, I still am. You know, I have a very stressful <laughs> job, at least one of them can be stressful, can also be very beautiful. I get more out of that job in my interactions with people and the work I do when I am there, when I am breathing when I'm not worried about the thoughts and beliefs of others and living in that projection space, but instead privileging my own thoughts about the moment.